0: Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised.
1: I'm still recording.
0: Am I supposed to be? Yeah. Okay, good. We're good. Alright. We can start whenever. Oh
1: my goodness!
0: Hi, you're really excited all the same. It's I'm, just, you know, time to time to do the damn thing.
1: I'm excited for mimosas <laughs> I want to mimoso. I would be excited. Right. Sorry, I brought this with me. It's fine. I'll drink my coffee. <clears throat>
0: cool. Hey guys. Hello. How's everybody doing? good yeah? yeah
1: yeah i'm about to start my period so i'm like in a weird mix of like a little cranky and really tired but fine like nothing's wrong i'm just like Ugh. You know I what know. I mean? you've been a little crank the last couple days it's coming i can I feel it i have cramps today oh sucks. that's partially why i'm so excited for this mimosa that i cannot get into oh god okay
0: <laughs> okay wait you have to wait we're not even to that i'm point. not doing it yet i was oh just getting
1: the oil
0: off so guys we are the Corky Crime Sisters, y'all. We're the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other. Oh,
1: yeah. On a Thursday, one day late. I apologize, but here we are. (laughs) Talking some crazy shit, though. Maybe some Showtime Crimes, some Mm, miniseries. We'll mm -mm. see. Um, Have an adult beverage or two. Or not Nikki this time, but definitely Taylor.
0: Uh, while we're doing it. Ooh. Ooh. So that bitch over there that's about to have Mother Nature
1: kick her ass is Taylor. <laughs> oh. That chick over there that's a little too peppy for me right now is Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's cool. Um,
0: I don't feel like my...
1: Oh my gosh, the girl on TikTok that
0: we both love. I cannot think of her name. Is it Jess... Uh, she's got the the blonde dreads, oh. and she's always drinking her. Yep, yep. Okay, she's hilarious. But she, her latest TikTok was like, "I feel like my ovaries have gone up
1: and circled around my uterus, and they're all trying to come out my asshole today." So <laughs> that's how we're doing. <laughs> that's like such an accurate representation of just me at the moment. So life, right? Life is fine. You're I good. Just, you're good. I hurt. I'm I'm crazy. I'll take a nap today at some point okay um, well fair enough well before <clears> we go any further <throat> I do want to say hi to all our new people Holy oh my gosh shit you guys like overnight
0: I'm not even sure what happened
1: are I, you no <laughs> maybe it's just because we're actually recording again but I don't know our but Mr. Cruel episode dominated anything we've ever done before I mean crazy right it's uh, I, I can't even express how thankful we are, how excited, how much it made me want to record more. Like it was really cool. And in the words of our mother, it wasn't even that funny. It wasn't even the funny one. Yeah, I said that to her. I was like, Mom, this episode's doing crazy. It wasn't even that funny. And I was like, Mom, you're going to hear this, Lolita. I know you will. <laughs> it's okay. She's like, Yo, that one wasn't.
0: Well, I mean, we've had funnier we've ones. We've had funnier episodes. However, for sure. whatever so, reason.
1: Like, if you're new, hey, thanks for being yes. here. Yes. If you've been a, a corkian for a hot minute, welcome thank back. Thank you for still being here. Yeah. Um... We do have a Patreon. I want to remind everyone of that. Um, just Corky Crime Sisters on Patreon. So that's an option. Um, and we still do also have our Facebook and our Instagram. So. Yes. Come hang out with us some more then. Yes. Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready for them to come hang out more. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I thought I turned it off. Let me silence this because... You you're, you started first today. You lose. It's because, so what's happening is because Colorado has decided to turn into Wyoming, the wind is so <laughs> yes. crazy. You guys. I, oh my gosh. Ugh. So for the last, what, three days? Yeah. And my camera keeps going off because of the wind. And I have this tarp over our back porch that was there when we bought the house And I swear to God, we're turning into up. I'm waiting for us just to, like, pick up and go away. Take off, yes. Seriously, because it, like, flaps. It's, like, it's terrible.
0: Yeah, I did yard work as a, you know, a functioning adult. And the wind has now sent shit everywhere all over again. So, you know, that's fun. But, you know, yay. We love northern Colorado. Yeah.
1: (laughs) what happened choking on a rice cake for a second it was like in my throat (laughs) it was not good um okay so what are we talking about today bean (sighs) we are talking about uh showtime crimes essentially so where this came from is mini series crimes however you want to look at it literally this came out this came from um just there's been so many and i won't give away our cases just yet there's been so many new shows that are covering cases because the true crime community is huge now, which, I mean, yeah. it always has been. It always though. has
0: been, but it's definitely getting more, like,
1: mainstream notoriety, I feel totally. like. Totally. So, yeah. um, So there's so many shows and stuff that they're recreating, doing documentaries that we thought it would be fun to, like do a couple that are just coming out right now and even talk about maybe how those shows have been for us. I don't know if you've actually watched yours or if you just... No, mine hasn't even hit the air yet. Okay. Well, I can talk about mine and my experience watching it so far and I can put on some of my fiance's commentary because... (laughs) (laughs) He's fun to watch shows with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm going to try. I realize we both have very runny noses, and you guys can hear when we do, like... sorry. When we
0: make any kind of noise in general, we smack, we cough,
1: we get frogs. I'm trying to bring this quality up a little bit, but it's going to take me not having a nervous tick of sniffling, I guess. I don't it might get worse because I'm We're
0: bitches. <laughs> we are very phlegmy bitches. I don't bitches. know what to tell you. Okay, so what are we drinking today? You're drinking coffee. <laughs> I am drinking a coffee that I made myself,
1: yes. It's a spinoff of a blondie from, from the human being, if human you guys being. have one of those. They're oh my God, big. I have
0: to tell everybody this story. My great, my grandmother, so bless her, she is going to be 86, and when I went out there last, to, she lives in Iowa, I went out with, her, with my cousin and my cousin had asked, Grandma, do you guys have a human being here? And my grandma goes, well, what do you mean, sweetie? We're all human beings. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> I love old people. Just...
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, that was my quick anecdote. Go ahead. I forgot about that, yeah. actually. That yeah. was so good. Sweet. Um, I'm throwing it back to episode one and drinking some Kirkland Prosecco. because. Yes i bought glasses yesterday so i'm broke so i can afford the seven dollar costco per second hell yeah (laughs) this bitch is blind so let me tell you it takes a small miracle to get me seeing so Uh,
0: (laughs) and she didn't even buy like the most expensive ones y'all she's like between the two of us i'm the much bougier sister yeah so like i definitely spend more money on stuff like that and she still had to spend a pretty penny
1: yeah, but insurance helped a lot. So, uh, okay. I'm going to pop her. She's going to pop. I'm hoping she, uh, she wasn't in my car. I'm hoping. <laughs> I can't decide. <laughs> I can't decide what was better, that if it overflows when I open it, for it to be over me or over my sister's carpet, and it was like. You. The answer is always you. No. <laughs> I don't want to sit in my own Prosecco juices. Okay. <laughs> it's coming.
0: We've We've sat in our own prosecco juices before, just so you know.
1: True. You gotta gently caress the cork. (laughs) 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 I think both of our anxiety is running really high right now. Oh, I haven't taken my meds today. Have you? I take them at night. Oh, well then there you go. Then no, you haven't. No. Nope. I take them every night with my birth control. Oh, that sounds healthy. My (laughs) in the mood vitamins. My biotin and my probiotics. Dang girl, I know I'm getting old. It's fine. <laughs> glug 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 glug. It is the birth month of Taylor. It is the birth month of Taylor. I recognize a full month for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this thing
0: was born 27 years ago at the end of this month.
1: <gasps> yeah. As I've made it, and mom or dad haven't killed me yet. Honestly, I tried when you were young. I tried to kill you too. So it just didn't work.
0: And here we are. Now we love each other. Yay! Imagine that.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm also drinking pineapple juice in my Prosecco because if you haven't done that, it is far superior to orange juice. It is. I um, agree. Anything good I want to read to you? Lips. I do that, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be like this. You know that. <laughs> I don't right? want to be this human. <laughs> <laughs> From Prime Estate Vineyards in historic Venetia regions, Kirkland Signature Asolo Prosecco Superior DOCG. Comes to life with the best grapes cultivated with passion in a magnificent territory close to the Italiano Alps. It's just Italian. I don't know why I didn't know. I'm not really sure if I understood anything you just said, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> a typical and always contemporary Italian sparkling wine, suitable for all occasions. Salute. Um. And this week, you can say, "Don't drink while pregnant." Yep, don't drink while pregnant. <laughs> don't drive. <laughs> um. Yeah. Perfect white wine, extra dry. Okay, sorry. I'm going to stop reading that bottle. That was just interesting. Yamas! Yamas! Oh. God, blood. How much more obnoxious can I be this episode? (laughs) I
0: don't know why anybody even listens to us. I... (laughs) The people that we have, I'm not sure why they listen. Anyway, okay. So, who go... Should I go first? Because you...
1: You went solo last week? That can be fine. Solo, my solo. only thought that I was worried about was if... <laughs> if I just fall off the rails by the end of it because of the alcohol. But I think we'll be fine. Oh, well... I could probably tell this story in my sleep, so we're good. You're, so you're saying you can tell it intoxicated and you're fine?
0: I think so. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Great. Let's do it! Let's do it day, babe. <laughs> okay, guys. So today... I'm going to rig. Re- oh, I just did it. God. I know it's damn, hard. I don't know. Son of a- <laughs> I didn't
1: just- <laughs> <laughs> even what you are it. <laughs> I hope that didn't just hurt your guys' ears. I was really far from the microphone. It's frustrating for us too, y'all. It is frustrating for us. <laughs> we beat we, to- we used to we used to just say basically and actually a lot, and we fixed that. I feel like I can't be a real human with it's fine. It's oh. fine. Oh, it's fine. Cancel. What oh. did you do? Nothing.
0: We're fine. How about you don't mess with anything else? Yeah. So we can get this story out.
1: That's good. Okay, great. Uh,
0: Yeah. Great. Amazing. <clears throat> Perfect. Oh, Bubba.
1: <laughs> no. He's
0: just saying hi to the peeps. Yep. Hi, buddy. Okay. So-
1: Why do I eat, why do I, why do I eat a rice cake? We're recording.
0: I don't know what are- can we- <laughs> 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 ah! Clearly I'm working with an amateur. <laughs>
1: like you've never recorded before it's like never what is happening i just know there's so many more people now and i feel pressured. <laughs> in a good way It's not your fault i oh, thought that rice cake was really good um, okay we're gonna try this one more time
0: y'all can i, I start it. now
1: yeah
0: are you sure yeah anything else you need to get
1: out <laughs> i just need to breathe okay have a moment to breathe all right i'm actually really excited about this because i don't know much of anything about this case so
0: boom me. So we're gonna actually talk about this bitch called Pam Hupp. H-U-P-P. Not Huff. H-U-P-P. Okay. Pamela, this bitch is not a nice woman. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Is that so, all I need
1: to know? That's the story? Yep. Done. Right. Cool. <laughs> and
0: special thanks. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, <thanks>. That's <laughs> a wine and crime thing. I love them. I We never do
1: special things I thanks. was like, we don't do special. We don't. We have I mean, we can tell you about our two Patreons again. It's me and mom because we lost a few. <laughs> we don't know what members, happens. It's okay. Not their fault. Anyway, so before we get too fully into
0: Pam, I'm going to actually reverse a little bit and we're going to actually talk about Betsy Ferreira. Okay. So Betsy, her name was Elizabeth, actually, but oh, son of a biscuit. You can say it once. Oh, great. Now the pressure's on not to say it for the rest of the show. Okay. Anyway, Betsy. So her I'm name was Elizabeth, but she went by Betsy, mm-hmm. and she worked for State Farm. She ended up being a coworker of Pam's. That's how they met. And what I, year? Uh, I'm just trying to set
1: the scene in my head. Well, I hadn't gotten there yet. Okay. She just. Okay, so. continue. Go back. And yeah, we're not there. I yet. also was just curious how long we're not State there yet. I was curious too how long State Farm's been around. Well, so th- this all takes place in 2011. Oh, okay, cool. So So we're not super far back. That's what I needed to know. Okay. I needed to know what kind of makeup I needed to picture on them, what kind of clothes. You know, it's...
0: Yeah, we're not talking like 80s hair or anything like that. That's what I was curious about. You're
1: good. good. No. I I have to build a scene in my head. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. So anyway,
0: they lived in Missouri. Uh, Betsy lived with her husband, Russ, um, or Russell. And they... And she had two daughters, actually, from a previous marriage. Mm -hmm. Um. Unfortunately, in 2010, Betsy was diagnosed with breast cancer. No. In October of 2011, she had learned that the cancer had metastasized to her liver, oh, and it was Betsy. terminal. Yes. I know, right? R.I.P. Betsy. All right. Oh,
1: oh, oh. R.I.P. <laughs> Betsy.
0: Um, so, this part is a little unknown for, or as far as, like, has never truly been... Clarified, right? Okay. So, on December 22nd, days before Betsy would die. Dun, dun, dun.
1: R.I.P. Betsy.
0: R.I.P. Betsy. Um, and unbeknownst to her family, Betsy changed one of her um, insurance claims. Or her <laughs> the beneficiary on one of her insurance claims.
1: Okay.
0: And the insurance claim was for $150,000. So to Which was like, hundred, which would be like $175,000. Nowadays, okay. Um. But yes, still the, a lot of money. Yes, the insurance policy got changed from the beneficiary being her husband to Pamela. Now, what was originally Scandal. said was is that she was supposed to uh. do this so that because the the Betsy's two girls were not her husband's, so she wanted to make sure that her girls were going to be taken care of. Okay. So she put the money in put or made Pam the beneficiary so that Pam would ensure that. The money went into trust for her daughters, so that they would get money.
1: You don't see my audible eye roll happening, but yeah. I'm sure we'll get there. I'm I am foreshadowing in my own brain. Yes, you you foreshadow the shit out of it. <laughs> did you say actually what this? Did you say like the show? Or are you gonna wait till the end? Oh well, th-
0: this is based on a on Dateline. Dateline has come out with uh, they did a um a series uh, on their podcast. Called The Thing About Pam. That's okay. And the, they are now doing a show that's going to air on ABC with Renee Zellweger as Pam. What? Yeah. So I didn't I'm, know that. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just
1: want to make sure you sense this out. It is the whole episode. Yes. So anyway, yeah. So she was supposed
0: to give her girls money later on in life. She just wanted to ensure that her girls were taken care of. Um, when So then five days later on December 27th, uh, Betsy underwent chemotherapy and then visited her mother's house. Um, and all of this happened while she was being driven by Pam. Her husband had to leave for work and Pam was like, oh, I'll take her. No big deal. So later that night when um, when Russ came home, it was at about 9.40 p.m. He entered the home and found Betsy dead. He, I, I know. Oh. I know. Uh, he called 911, and originally he had expressed to them that he thought his wife killed herself. Okay. Um, he, when the operator asked what had happened, he just said, basically, I see a, like, a, a cut in her arm and on her neck. Oh, no, Come to find out.
1: I was just thinking, like, the cancer got her, but you're telling me, like, she... Somebody slice sliced her. Yeah, or she slice sliced and diced just, her. Well, slice slice. You have no neck. That's slice, not slice, funny. You Sorry. Have no neck. <laughs> I, uh,
0: but yes, okay. she still has a neck. Don't worry. Oh good. I mean, it's not alive, but it's a neck. So anyway, <laughs> she c- come to find out, Betsy had been stabbed over fifty five times. Her wrists were cut to the bone, and a serrated kitchen knife lodged <laughs> in her neck.
1: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Are you okay? A serrated. Yeah, a serrated
0: knife. Okay, that's like a steak knife. Yeah, they yeah. like they're meant to, for cutting through flesh.
1: To yeah, meats. Yes, yes. And so they're jaggedy. Like if she had survived, that's going to be a lot worse than yeah. something that's um, sharp. Because they would say dull is ten times worse. Oh well, yeah, because it tears.
0: Because it tears everything versus just a cut, a clean cut.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, right? So, she had been dead for at least... It's in the bone. Mm, Sorry.
1: (laughs) It's in the bone. It's in the bone. (laughs) It's in the bone. I'm not over it. Okay. It is in the bone. It's all my... To the... How... To the bone. How angry, how intimate, like...
0: Well, yeah, because, so, if A, stabbing. We
1: always know that, what what do we know, right? Stabbing is way more intimate because it's not like a gun. That's a one and done. You have to do it yourself. Yes,
0: you have to do it yourself. You have to get close. Like strangulation.
1: Yeah. Um, It also,
0: when you, when it's that many times, it's obviously a crime of passion in some way. Right. Right? Because you're getting out. Aggression, anger, sad, whatever it is
1: that you're feeling at that moment. Overkill is often attributed to that as well, which I would argue this could be overkill if you're going down to the bone. You could have just sliced her wrist once and been done. Not yeah. to the bone, not leaving the serrated knife in her neck. Or,
0: like, let's be real here. I mean, I hate to say it, but they had said she was terminally ill. So.
1: Also, yeah, why uh Oh, well, we I don't think I know. know where this is going, but okay. still.
0: Anyway. Um, Sorry, so her know? time of death had been reported between 7.20 and 9.41. Her husband called at 9.40. Okay, so they they just weren't 100% sure. Okay. So in a weird turn of events, um, Betsy's husband Russ w- ended up being arrested the day after his wife's death. Well, why would that be? Yeah, right? Um, so they were concerned because his... When he first called 9 he said that his wife had killed herself. Okay. First responder said that that was, quote, ludicrous after seeing her body. Well, now, I'm just saying, like, if I walk in and I see my husband, like, dead on the floor with a knife, and I don't know what else is going on. I knocked on wood, thank sorry. Thank you. Knock on wood, yes. And I know he's terminally ill. I don't know that my
1: first thought is going to be murder. Would yours? With a knife? Yeah, my brain would go to murder because I. Oh, all right. Well, well, I don't know. I my that's where my brain goes because we're crime junkies, right? Sure. We, we, or murderinos, or name all the great podcasts. But it would be. I could definitely. I in my shoes, I could. I could see it. I mean, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, like yeah, especially men. Though I think that's something we have to recognize is like men are very prideful. So the second they are no longer useful. Or are able to work or do these things. It hits them a lot differently, so. Yeah, true. I, I don't know. And I know suicide rates are higher in men than women. I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I don't know. I guess. I think my brain would go straight to someone was there. I okay. do think that. Okay. So,
0: after a search of the house, the police unearthed, like, a bloodstained pair of slippers in his closet. So, because of that and his emotional state, they felt like he was acting suspicious. Okay. During his interview, there were moments where he was, like, uncontrollably sobbing. And then there were moments where he was able just to have, like, speak to them calmly. So, again, but we always say, A, you don't know how you're going to react. And, B, could he not be in a state
1: of shock? I would say, shock, you go numb for a
0: little bit after a while. And they also said that he ultimately had failed his polygraph test. Which means nothing. Which means nothing anymore. No, absolutely not. Um, The police also claimed that he had a violent temper, that he was a heavy drinker, and that he had threatened Betsy. So where do you think he got all that from? where the police
1: got all that yeah. information yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with uh the thing about pam so pam it's yeah pam. yeah so pam, pam you bitch you yeah. shiesty pamela yeah punky pam <laughs> punky pam. um what else can i say punchy pam yeah stabby
0: pam stabby pam um so yes pam was interviewed by
1: <laughs> y'all should see how Taylor's i city. already hate her i already hate her
0: um Pam was interviewed by the police, of course, and she led them to, you know, she said, oh,
1: um,
0: Betsy was afraid of him. He used to threaten her. He was a heavy drinker. All the things that I just said,
1: and it all came from Pam. I fight Pam for Betsy. Yeah. Betsy seemed like a sweet soul.
0: Yeah. She also told them that Betsy had considered leaving him. So, of course, they were, I mean, already police are like, oh, the husband did it. Right. The significant well, <laughs> other did it. Always.
1: Side note, corkscrew, last night we were watching, I think it was Dateline, actually, during our family dinner. And I was like, it was the husband. Or mom was like, it's the husband. I was like, it's always the husband. But mom had actually seen the episode before. And dad goes, it's always our fault. <laughs> and like threw his hands up. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I meant, dad. I'm sorry.
0: So, oh my God. Our father's hilarious. Anyway, so, uh, of course, at Pam's suggestion he's over here oh at Pam's suggestion the police went and they found Betsy's laptop and on Betsy's laptop they found a note that basically explained that pet that she was afraid of her husband and that she feared that he would kill her I have
1: zero thoughts that Betsy wrote that but okay yeah right damn it Taylor I put it on do not disturb is it not right Work? Do not disturb. Including you.
0: Thank you, computer. <laughs> um, Where was I at? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So he, the like literally the day before her funeral, which was in Janu- on January 4th, okay. he was charged with first degree murder. And, um, and he was unable to make the $250,000 bond, of course. So he was held in jail until his trial began in November, on November 18th. Um, 2013. You know, can I just say this is something that has always bothered me, or you know, a better way of putting it, it just really chaps my puss. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Where... <laughs> it just chaps my puss that people <laughs> have to be in jail so long <laughs> before
1: their trial. Where does that? The two things. <laughs> Okay. Keep your thought back in that head. <laughs> Two. Where did you get that from?
0: I don't know. I heard it. Some. You know me. I hear things, and sometimes I click <laughs> I clasp
1: onto them. <laughs> you, okay. Okay. Back to the original thought. It chaps my puss too. <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought you might appreciate that. <laughs> Oh, I want a shirt that says that. Okay, chaps my puss. Chaps <laughs> yes, my
0: puss. you know what? You, you know, know what, what really chaps my puss. <laughs> like Peter, you know what really grinds it my like gears? gears. You know what really chaps my puss. <laughs> Hashtag. I think we're... new merch
1: coming. No. <laughs> new merch coming soon. Yeah, if you guys want it, we'll bring it to you. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, you know that's something that's always bothered me too. I mean, oh, okay. One of my favorite things I've ever studied was corrections and the court system and and leading into corrections. And I agree with you because one of the things they've always said is part of our amendment rights is that it has to be swift.
0: Or a speedy trial, right? Speedy, swift. um... No, don't get me wrong. I understand there's a lot going on, right? So like they really, sometimes speedy isn't, you know, next month. There's too much shit going on in the systems, but it just... I mean, this man, his wife died in 2011, was murdered in 2011, and he was in jail until November of 2013. Yeah, because they thought he did it. Well,
1: sorry, I just thought about chaps in my puss again. Um, <laughs> feel free to use it feel, here. Feel oh, I'm to, going to, to take it. <laughs> I will get that tattooed on my body. I will get that on my vulva lip. So <laughs> that will chap your puss. That
0: would really chap your puss. <laughs>
1: Um. (laughs) ow Oh, anyway. (laughs) You're not over it. I'm not. My brain is. That's the only thing. (laughs) Okay. Well, you just you just sit there and I'll. I got this. Okay. Counter, counter to this. Okay, okay. Say we can't change the speediness whatsoever, the swiftness whatsoever. Right. Yes. I would rather somebody sit in jail than be out. And what I mean by that is, yes, there are innocent people this will happen to, such as probably this man. Yeah. However, the alternative is somebody who's not innocent. Right. And committing more crime and okay. more people losing their lives. So I, I feel really conflicted about it. I know there's more different things, bail, bond, yada, yada. But like... If that was our only option, it was simplified, I'd rather be more stringent to save more lives if that's the case, right? I mean, okay. if we're talking white collar, that's a little bit, th- well, I don't know. See, it gets into this. It gets really gray. It gets it, very it gray. It's gray.
0: So. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> is this Is this funny yet, Lolita? <laughs> yeah. Is this Is funny now, Lolita? I just I'm sorry. about my plus.
1: <laughs> I'm not that upset about it, Mom. I swear.
0: Um, so. During his trial, his defense attorney, Joel Schwartz, argued that the testimony of the of the friends that had visited, uh, there were cell phone records and evidence um, that were that they were at his house 20 minute or 20 that he was at their house 20 miles away from the murder scene. So let me back this up. He had he had been visiting some friends. His claim was that he always that he, always he went to the store and then he went and visited his friends and he was there for a little while and then he went home. So the friends lived 20 minutes away and all four of them agreed and testified that he was there around the time that they say that Betsy was murdered.
1: It's a pretty big window. An hour, two hours and 40 minutes. It, it, yes. 20 minutes. Reading. Right.
0: It, yes. So, um... There was no trace of blood on his body or his clothes when the when they got there mm-hmm. and when he called them to the time that they got there it was about 10 minutes. So there was nothing on him. Um, they said that he provided a false alibi and he I don't know. I guess they were bas- the prosecution said that he had like it was a false alibi. He purposely left his cell phone there. Um, He was trying to create an alibi by then, like, going to the grocery store because he had receipts and stuff. So, like, I don't know what these people want, y'all, but, like, you provide yourself an alibi and now you're trying too hard. Right. It's, like, ridiculous. I just, I can't. Anyway, on November 21st, he was convicted. A month later, he was sentenced to life plus 30 years imprisonment without the possibility, without the possibility of parole. tell me about
1: these slippers.
0: Yeah, so they said that they found slippers in his closet that were his that had blood on them. What they were saying is that there was no way possible for him to have, like, not been wearing them and not have walked through the blood and then gone into the room to put them down.
1: So were they tested?
0: Um... I don't think you know what I don't think they did test them.
1: I guess that's my question, right? Like I'm so curious about like this slipper situation feels like quite the smoking gun
0: if you ask me. Yeah, you know, thanks for bringing that up. I really didn't get into the slipper
1: ordeal. Oh, that's fine. Sorry. No biggie. No biggie. I listened can... um,
0: listen to Dateline and
1: <laughs> This <laughs> and watch, Is a Shallow Dive and watch the
0: thing about Pam. I'm very curious. But okay, I will. Yeah, cuz Dateline up. did like 6 plus episodes on this. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's like a whole thing. But you know we do just do shallow dives here, so you know whatever. Um, okay, so where was I? At? I threw you off. I'm sorry. You lo- I lost myself. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Burp, 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 burp. So the four friends that supposedly were his alibi that -hmm. they said were his... Now they're trying to say that those are his accomplices, like they lied for him. Um, They were never charged with anything or no no charges were ever brought against them. Okay. But again, it was kind of like ridiculous because these people had nothing to do with it and they were actually a solid alibi for their friend.
1: Mm, Okay. But
0: whatever. Um. The family of Betsy was actually uh, happy that this happened. Like, they felt like, okay, yeah, Russ did it. And so they were happy when he was sentenced.
1: Oh, um, okay. I mean, I'm not going to. Well,. Yes, they don't know any different. I think I know different because of I'm inferring. Right. Making educated yeah, no. guesses. Yes,
0: you yeah. know, um, everything that was talked about when it came to Pam was that she was this sweet woman, um, just a bright person. You know, nobody would have ever guessed that if she would have anything to do with anything.
1: <laughs>
0: but guess what? <laughs> we don't even know that she actually did have anything to do with Betsy. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <clears throat> We're getting there. Don't you worry.
1: Yes. I'm invested. I haven't heard anything about this. So I'm so like, what?
0: I know. It's it's ridiculous. Anyway, so there were two separate life insurance policies, right? We had talked about the life insurance policy that Pam ended up being on. Yes. There were two of them. One still was in Russ's name as the beneficiary, but because now he was charged with murdering his wife, he no longer was receiving that. So really all it was was the other one. Under Betsy's name.
1: Did that one just go away? Like, they don't do don't, next of kin? I don't know. I would imagine it would go to next of kin, right? Like, that makes sense. That makes sense to me, but yeah. I, I don't know enough about life insurance, I don't think. Yes. So,
0: in an initial, uh, so they, they they decided, of course, that they were going to appeal the decision. Okay. Um, the first motion for a new trial was rejected in 2013 um then they decided in 2014 to review the case the the, newspaper like the newspaper got involved the media got involved um and when the media got involved they realized that Pam had kept the $150,000 life insurance money so this is what happened so it didn't go to the girls it didn't go to the girls but listen to this okay I'm sorry So, when they were still interviewing Pam, before they decided to charge Russ, there is a clip of a detective literally telling Pam, hey, it would be great if you would, um, you know, if that money's for the girls, it would be great that you put that money into a trust for the girls before the hearing. Yeah. Show that you're being innocent. Show that you're being... Yeah, but he's like leading her, right? So, they had already wrapped up in... Is that legal? I don't think so. I don't know. I know cops, like detectives can lie. But they had, so like they had already wrapped up in a neat little bow that they thought it was going to be Russ, thanks to Pam's testimony also. But in order for her to not look like a suspect or for it to look like the cops didn't do their job and look into her too, because why is she a beneficiary? This was a detective?
1: Yes. Not a lawyer. Yes. Very different.
0: Yes. So
1: right before the, I know. I This is, okay. Do you know, do you have ever heard about the bad apple theory? No. It's a criminal justice theory that basically states that all cops, when you have one bad cop, all cops are bad. Oh, okay. And it's fuckers like that guy yeah. that make it feel shitty, right? Where yeah. you're like, okay, what detectives do I trust? What cops do I trust, right? Because we know that's a huge topic right now in society. Yep.
0: It's like the cops in the Adnan Syed case. Totally. And that's all not- of those cops were convicted of of um, falsifying, or not falsifying, but like, do- like, what is it called when you like lead a person to like you find somebody who who takes your case and put like I said wraps it up in a nice little bow for right. you. Right. Even time. talking about Jay and how yes. he yes. they they
1: basically gave him immunity from drug deals in order for him but to testify. Those
0: same cops afterwards were found guilty of doing it in other cases too.
1: And that that's the problem. And that's what I'm saying, is like that's so shitty. Because it is shitty. now other detectives are gonna have to deal with that dude's stigma. Not yeah. just that not saying, Oh, but the guy you're talking about now. Yeah. it's like, well, fuck. Like, just yeah. do your job. Do it well. Be honest.
0: So what happened is, is right before the trial, Pam went and took half of the money she kept. And the other half of the money she split into two trust accounts for the girls. So when the trial came, it looked like she was doing what her friend had asked her to do with the insurance money. Instead of... If the cop hadn't said anything to her, she probably would have just kept it all and made it, you know what I mean? It has nothing so, to do
1: with you, Pam. It's yes. for the girls. Come on. Yep. So, so I'm anyway. I'm very emotional about it. Maybe yeah. it's my period where I'm like, Pam, you <laughs> must burn. Sorry. <laughs> Pam might not have done anything. We don't know. I'm sorry. Puss feeling a little chapped? My puss a little chapped <laughs> over Pam. Pam has officially chapped my puss. That sounds dirty.
0: Okay. Um, I would never... Anyway, (laughs) yeah,
1: never. Dirty Um.
0: So, yeah, in January of 2014, they were reviewing the case. And when they reviewed the case, then it came out that Pam had kept the money rather than giving it to the girls. Because after the... I'm physically
1: angry. I know.
0: I'm like, I'm taking breaths because I'm feeling upset. So, it wasn't long after, once he was convicted, Pam then canceled the two trusts. And took the money back, and ca- so she now had all one hundred fifty thousand dollars again. Okay, but she did it after he was already convicted because then it didn't matter. It didn't look any kind of way, right? He was he had already done it. It was done.
1: Oh, her day is coming. <laughs> it better be. I don't know. Carmel, uh,
0: I know. Um, I need
1: more prosecco for this shit. Yes,
0: keep keep drinking. So so satisfying <laughs> oh. so based on this testimony that they they were based on what it had they had figured out with pam they were able to appeal his conviction um they <sighs> glitch in your
1: matrix. <laughs> glitch in my matrix that's what happened to me yesterday i couldn't even Any, use words
0: let's see hold on you were asking about okay during the trial, uh, police officers disclosed that Hupp, who had not called to, te- who was not called to testify, had claimed in the interviews conducted in June that she and Betsy, oh, had been in a sexual relationship. So Pam was chapping
1: someone's puss. <sighs> Betsy's puss.
0: Yes, she claimed that they were in a sexual relationship and that, but she, she made it sound like, cause so in, in in her interview, she was like, Yeah. I love men, and so does she. This is just a different situation. So who knows
1: what that means? She also tried to claim that that... You're lying to yourself, Pam. <laughs> Everyone loves boobs. Everybody loves boobs. Everyone loves boobs, Pam. Come on. Uh, yes. She said that... It's the vaginas we're not sure about. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, his
0: conviction got overturned.
1: Okay, I yes. think I support that with, yes. w- without any more information.
0: Yeah, his his conviction was overturned and he was repli- re- released from prison, but he, not before he served four years for okay. something that they deemed he didn't do. Okay. Um. But then it kind of ended there. Like, they didn't, so, like, the death of Betsy has never been, like, fully solved like they they were satisfied that okay it wasn't the husband we're just gonna let it go the prosecutors have never investigated Pam they've never gone after Pam we know nothing
1: (laughs) that's about to change after this all this is done Uh, it might be it's kind of of like the the tiger king and how that opened everything back up oh yeah I hope so Pam your day is coming Pam we're not 100%
0: done yet oh hold hold the phone
1: sorry I just I know it's her yes
0: so in it was August 16th of 2016. Okay. Pam calls nine one one. She's claiming that someone is breaking into her house. But in the background, there's like nobody yelling, there's no freaking out, no anything, until the operator answers the phone. So what we have <laughs> learned is that in case y'all don't know this, dispatch starts recording as soon as you dial 911 and it starts to go like even if it's ringing before the dispatch has even answered the phone it is recording all right, okay all right.
1: i need you to act like you're breaking into my house just wait when i say when i'm like when i start talking you're to start yelling cool cool okay cool how's your day going man this is one. that's pretty much what happened i'm sorry i think it's funny that was yeah no this this is, recreation of this it. is pretty you're much welcome. what
0: happened yeah good job
1: you haven't even seen it good job
0: so then they hear gunshots when the police get to the house there is a dead man
1: Yes. So then you killed the person that was going to yell for you? Louis Gumpenberger. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. Louis
0: Gumpenberger. R.I.P.
1: Louis Gumpenberger.
0: Yes. He was, so he suffered from, from from severe mental mental and physical impairments. Oh.
1: Yes. Hey, hate Pam more. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. Pam claimed that it was self-defense. She said that he was breaking into her house and that he had a knife and she had no choice but to, uh protect herself but she literally said that she was charging at him guns ablazing, basically and she emptied the gun into him so even the seasoned police officers were like yeah something's not right here because on- re- realistically only somebody who's probably a trained you know uh, a trained person will actually go and empty a gun into somebody like most people once they realize they've made a shot or two they're they stop right like you're just trying to stop them but so I, they decided to look no. into her on this turns out yes
1: my heart oh wait
0: oh, oh oh I forgot the part where um Pam decided to tell the police that she had seen a truck following her and when she got to her house it was a man when she described to the the guys on the um the dispatch that the man looked like basically like Russ so, she was trying to claim now that
1: Russ, who is now a free man. What's your thing with Russ, Pam? What's your beef? Do you want is to... Is your puss chapped for him? What's happening? Yeah. I don't understand, Pam. What yeah. has Russ done to you? I don't know. But she was trying to claim that Russ had some... was oh <laughs> my sister's dog baxter fat guy as we call him is chewing on a ball so if you hear that
0: oh okay he's living
1: his best 16 year old life Lab-Rawawa life
0: um so she claimed that he was that russ was trying to have somebody kill her mm. yeah for revenge purposes what sure. he did was he had a note in his pocket And it said something to the effect of, like, I'm um, Russ so-and-so hired me to kill Pam, blah, blah. Like, I mean, it was, like, so blatantly written out, right?
1: Yeah, Pam, you put that in his pocket.
0: Yeah. So, in the (laughs) end, what they did is they were like, the cops weren't really buying this. They were like, this doesn't seem right. So, they tracked Pam's cell phone and found out that for, like, five days she had been driving around... Um, neighborhoods that were in poverty okay. and i we're assuming, right, at this point that she had been looking for men to fill this role but nobody had agreed to do it yet until she came upon Louis, Louis. and that's because, unfortunately, he was, he... Impaired. Yeah.
1: She was preying on the weak.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: 100%.
0: So... She then decided, the cops came, they found, they tracked, they they figured that out. They found out that right before he was murdered or right before Pam called them, she had gone to his house. She had met him at his apartment and then he followed her back.
1: People! Yes. Okay, here's the deal. I'm not trying to let you get, I'm not trying to help you get away with anything. However, just leave your phone at home. Cool?
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, I the mean, phone always gives
1: it away, y'all. Actually, if you're a criminal, always gives keep it away. your phone on you. It'll keep you safe the whole time.
0: However, but like, you idiots. Yeah. So Russ, because he heard what was going on, he immediately went down to the police station to clear his name because he was like, oh, hell no. I'm
1: I am not doing not, this shit again. I'm not doing this again. And those girls, that's all they have now. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're real dead. I don't know about that situation. But like... Those girls lost their mom in murder, and now Russ is kind of their only tether to that family that existed. And you're ta- trying to take him away multiple times? From the girls. Yeah. The... I'm sorry. This is... It's a crazy case, dude. It's crazy. I, I Like I said, I'm much more emotional. Um...
0: So in the end, they he went in. He filled out. They had him do like a handwritten analysis of the note. Right. He wrote it like six or seven times, and in the end, it got determined that it was not his handwriting. They sent it off to an analysis, and it was not his handwriting. So weird because he didn't send it. Yeah. Right. Anyway, she ends up getting charged
1: (gasps) with the murder. Yes. 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 Um, Non R I P Pam. Yeah, we don't give a fuck about Pam. No, fuck, fuck Pam. Her. She's stupid. Fuck Pam circa 2022.
0: Yeah. Um, in June of 2019, Hupp entered an Alfred plea to the murder
1: of Lewis. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: They also said so. The prosecuting attorney, Mike War, or would excuse me, announced that he would be reopening the Betsy investigation.
1: Do you want to explain an Alford plea for anybody who doesn't know, or do you want me to? Uh, yes. So
0: an Alford plea is where they do not admit to the crime. Um, they still can. They still say that they are innocent. Um, but there's basically no, like, they are admitting that there is
1: reason to find them guilty. Right. There's enough evidence to show that they could have committed this crime. Yes. It's just a, it's a, it's a way out. It is a way
0: out because then you're saying like, oh, I didn't do it, but I can see where you guys would think that I did it, so I might as well just plea. It's like a, it's, it's like taking a plea deal, essentially.
1: Right. But without admitting that you did it. Right. It's still saying, hey, I'm innocent. Yeah. Which is stupid because we know you did it, bitch. Whatever. The offer P is there for very genuine reasons. For people like Russ. Yes. Right? Not for people like Pam who did it and is now just trying to lie about it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. It's cool.
0: So anyway, they're reopening the investigation. Okay. Um, he's reviewing the case um, in August of 2020. There's a new sheriff said that Betsy's case had inspired him to run for becoming sheriff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, right? I love that. Yeah. So in February of 2021, um, he stated that the pandemic had slowed the investigation, but they had, that he had expected significant announcements in the summer or fall. So we're like waiting, y'all. Wow.
1: Hey, you know what? Sorry. On
0: July 8th. Hupp was interviewed in connection with the murder okay. for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first time she's being connected to it. Right? Interviewed Because him. someone fucked up their job to begin with. Yes. It's fine. July 12th, 2021. Okay. Wood charged Hupp with first degree murder of Betsy. Yes! 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 <laughs> um, there's. He's saying that she did it for financial gain. Yes. Well, duh. Yeah. Um, he's going to seek the death penalty. Oh, gosh. Due to the heinous, no, how do you say that? Heinous? Heinous? Heinous. Heinous. Um, depravity of the crime.
1: Both of them. Yeah. Both crimes. Yeah. Because the first one. She could be a serial killer now.
0: Yeah, we don't even know. I mean, if she's crazy enough to kill her friend for money and then she's, uh, and frame her husband for it and then. When he gets out, she tries to frame him again.
1: Well, like, two this murders is not okay. Two murders is serial. Two or more. You're right. So she's already a serial killer.
0: You're right. So um, they're saying that she repeatedly stabbed Betsy while she was asleep on the sofa and weakened from her chemo treatment, then removed. Um, Betsy's socks and use them to spread the blood around the house to try to give the impression of a domestic violence before replacing them on her feet. Her socks.
1: Sorry, I'm just staring at her. I had no words. What? So the court documents noted
0: the following points and I'm just going to read these straight because I want you guys to, to get this, but... Hub has been named the sole beneficiary on a $150,000 life policy held by Betsy days before right. the murder. Following right. Betsy's death, she did not give any of the money from the police to Betsy's daughters, despite Betsy's reported wishes. So the one tricky thing here, you guys, is that Betsy was a... She worked for State Farm. That's what she did was insurance. So she could have put it in there, in writing when she changed the beneficiary. She could have said, hey... After the time of my death, she's the beneficiary. Or this is what's supposed to happen. And she didn't. So that was one way that she got around keeping the money. Okay. So just throwing that out there. If you have extra wishes, you have to state them. Okay. Hup insisted upon driving Betsy home from her chemotherapy to treatment, despite Betsy already having transportation arranged and despite um, Pam claiming not to be familiar with the area. Which we know is bullshit. The position of Betsy's body suggests that she was murdered by someone she trusted.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if she was asleep, but yeah. Ugh. Anyway. R.I.P. Bets.
0: So, you know, it, it's... Um, Pam Pam has entered a not pl- guilty plea. Um, she, the preliminary hearing has was scheduled to start uh february of this year okay it was delayed um after her public defender died of a
1: heart attack so excuse me r.i.p public defender
0: you know and let me just that's tell you guys, tough. there's so, so, so much more. I'm going to stop because I feel like I've already gone over my time. But <laughs> No, you're fine. Um, but seriously, if you guys want to continue to like delve further into this dateline. And then, like I said before, um, they are turning it into an, a uh, series on ABC called The Thing About Pam with Renee Zellweger.
1: Yes, and go that's watch. that's where
0: we're going to leave it.
1: Oh. <laughs> And that was my case. Good job. The amount of emotional turmoil I just went through in the last 50 minutes. I know. I'm so sorry.
0: Why? I know. It's just terrible. Don't
1: be. It's fine. (laughs) You are not in true crime because you think things are great in the world as well. And that, yes, no. (sighs) Okay. All right. How are we feeling over there? I mean, I'm half a bottle of Prosecco Deep and I feel good and sad and... Good and sad. <laughs> um, I am going to lay out a general trigger warning for my case. Okay. Um, because I, this is my second week in a row that there are very triggering words within this. Um, I will be talking about suicide, suicidal ideation. Be better. Okay,
0: I'm ready. You Okay. I got junk in my nose. We're good. Okay, are we,
1: are we ready for your case? Yes. yes, so blanket trigger warning. I know I had one last week, but I want you to have another one this week. Um, I'm going to talk about suicide and suicidal ideation. So just be wary and like depression and medication and anxiety and all kinds of things. So just be wary Of this case this week. I know it's a super publicized case I'm about to talk about. But just be careful please. We love you all. We don't want anything um, that we do to trigger you. And so that's why we're letting you know. But it comes a lot with this territory. So anyway. There is an episode. There is not an episode. There is a series on Hulu called The Girl from Plainsville. Mm. It's the case of Michelle Carter and the death of Conrad Roy.
0: I forgot what you
1: Yes. I don't know why I was whispering. I don't know either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. So to start this case, we're going to start with Conrad. Um, wild to me. I, I know this case. I know it really well. I guess timelines are something my brain doesn't actually latch on to very easily. Okay. Um. So I didn't realize that they're my age. Like right now, like you're right now. So, Conrad was born in 1995 in Massachusetts. Oh. Oh, God. She was born in 96. Okay. So, they are literally. Yeah. Mine and my, my fiance's age. Like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Anyway. So, he was born in 1995 in Massachusetts. Um, He was known to be pretty socially awkward and was anxious a lot when he attended school because same. <laughs> I was going to say same. Uh- <laughs> same, bro. <laughs> But during his high school years, he did work with his family. Um, Their family had a marine salvage business, so tugboats and things like that. Um, And he really liked... <laughs> That's cool. I know. They, re- they really... He liked to do that work. Like, that was good to him. Um, and he earned his captain's license in 2014. Now, I'm going to tell this case the way it's reported, and then I'll kind of go back and let you know the details that are kind of different from the show from the first... Only three episodes are out. They come out once a week. There will be new ones, but... Okay. Anyway, earned his captain's license in 2014. Um, and he graduated in June 2014 with honors from his high school and was regarded as a student athlete who played basketball, rode, and ran track. Nice. Get it. So he graduated the same year as my, my fiancé. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Um, he was accepted to Finchburg State University to study business, which would make a, that's a good logical decision based on his family having their own business. Yeah. Um, but he just decided not to go. wasn't going to work for him. I think he did want to go back with his father and his grandfather, which is who he actually ended up working with, um, because that's their family business. Um, so that would make sense, right? Yeah. That would be like me deciding to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. I didn't. <laughs> However, here we are. Here we are. I need a drink. Hold on. <laughs> And to breathe. (laughs) So moving on to Michelle Carter. Okay. Michelle Carter was born on August 11th, 1996 in Massachusetts. So she's a year younger. Um, And she struggled through early life. So her path was not easy. It was not something that is a a typical life, I would say. Um, She developed an eating disorder at eight or nine years old. Ah oh. which is super young, right? Super young. She ended up starting to self-harm by cutting. Um and she had to be on medication starting at about fourteen. And I'm not just talking like antidepressants, right? There's a big difference between not even a big difference, I don't think. What I am saying is like she didn't just need antidepressants, she needed like antipsychotics, she needed mood stabilizers. Mm. She needed a lot of help to function as somebody. Just who to didn't... function daily. To function as a, and as somebody they didn't hate themselves, right? That's so sad. I know. Which is really, really tough. Both of these guys, or kids, you're going to see throughout this whole thing, struggled so immensely that it was overcoming of mm. who they were. Um, and so she was in counseling for all that as well, which is, you know, they're doing all the right steps. I'll say that. Okay. The teenagers met in Florida in 2012 while both were visiting relatives. If you can go back to okay what year would that be we, we would have been juniors in high school meeting somebody and falling in love was a lot different back then. <laughs> like when you're when you're a junior yeah. in high school, right? No it right? is. No it is. It's exciting. You you love it. So they, they kind of they met, they got really excited, they loved each other as much as you can when you're a junior in high school. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they met in Florida Um, But what's kind of interesting is after this initial meeting, they only saw each other, I've seen a couple sources, maybe upwards of five times, if that.
0: Yes, which is so bananas to me. But I guess, you know, back, like you said, when you're, like, it's that kind of love. I mean, nowadays, kids don't even meet each other. They literally date all online and then break up all online without ever even seeing each other. So I
1: was able to do that even when I was younger.
0: Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous.
1: I, I dated someone from Nebraska I've probably met twice.
0: Which is so weird to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway,
1: go ahead. Anyway. um, I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's interesting about this, though. is they only saw each other that many times, if less than that. But they only live 35 miles from each other. Yeah, why, why? Yeah. Well, teenagers, maybe. I don't know if they had cars or not. That's not. Well, I know Conrad did. I don't think Michelle did, maybe. I don't okay. know. But their main communication was emails and texts. As anyone that's around my age knows, we really grew up when phones were big, when yeah. email was big, when MySpace was ending and Facebook was beginning. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, MySpace. Um, <laughs> I will say, and why this doesn't surprise me too much, is like, I used to play this game called Runescape, which was an an R MMO RPG, which is an online multiplayer role playing game. Oh, okay. And people would just be like, You want to be my girlfriend on there? And then you just talk and be girlfriend and boyfriend, and nothing would happen. But I got a MySpace without my parents knowing. The only person that knew was my sister, because I'm not stupid. <laughs> but there was this guy that was like, Oh my god, you're so beautiful. And you're like, Who was David from Texas? Who was yeah. this person? Yeah. Because I, was I think like, I played it off. I was like, he's my friend. He moved out there, but he wasn't. I don't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, but I was very on it. I yes. was like, who is this guy? Why is he talking to you like this? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's about as rebel as I got in high school, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. um, <laughs> I was drinking away. at my house. Huh? Or drinking at my house. Yeah, mom, the other day thought she caught me in a lie. She Or maybe not. Maybe you didn't, mom. I'm sorry. I know you listened to this, but you were like... But you you didn't throw up on eggs. You threw up on alcohol, and I was like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> I, I I can absolutely admit now that I have gotten I got so drunk several times at my sister's house that I threw up. Yeah, well, fine,
0: it's fine, it's fine. We're adults, <laughs> <laughs> or we're trying to be.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I, I mentioned Michelle's struggles. Conrad struggled a lot. The same. Um, it is alleged that he was physically abused by his father and verbally abused by his grandfather. Mm. In 2012, he attempted to commit suicide uh, during his parents' divorce. It caused a ton of angst for him. It was something that he didn't feel he could handle. So he kind of already had this ideation,
0: ideation, ideation? Suicidal
1: ideation. ideation. Thank you. So the difference is, is suicidal ideation is when you actually start to have ideas on how to do it and a plan to commit it. Okay. Or are starting to develop a plan, necessarily. Got it, got it. Um. He struggled a lot with social anxiety and depression, which I've already mentioned. Um, And he had seen several counselors and therapists, including um, applied behavior analysis therapists, which are like a whole nother genre of people that can kind of help figure things out for you. So um, at age 17, which I believe is the same as the 2012, but he was hospitalized for an overdose on acetaminophen, which is Tylenol. Oh, God um and you gotta
0: take like 20 of them bitches
1: yeah you gotta take a lot
0: (laughs) um it's not funny i'm sorry (laughs) no i had
1: a friend lie to me that she did that
0: (laughs) i had a i had a cat williams moment in my head he's like (laughs) he's like you can take 20 of them bitches it'll be your last headache (laughs) but sorry go ahead
1: no i had a friend who lied to me and said she did this in high school yeah that's weird okay After her family was like verbally really terrible to me, it was a whole thing, but that's okay. Um, while he was overdosing, which is a little bit different than like a typical like drug overdose, your liver starts to shut down, your body's upset, it's poisoned literally. (laughs) Um,
0: my body, my body regularly gets upset, and liver is is shutting in there. Shut up, liver, you're fine. (laughs) Shut up, liver, you're fine.
1: Uh, he was on the phone with a girl he had actually met in a group for counseling, and she called the police, and that's okay. what ended up saving him that time. Okay. Um, he was on Citalopram, which is what you take. That's what I take. Yeah. Y'all, 40 milligrams. Boop, boop. Now, <laughs> I don't remember. What is Citalopram's nodge What's their brand name?
0: Uh, I have no idea.
1: Unhelpful. Cool.
0: Cool, <laughs> cool, cool. It has another name? <laughs> I have no, God, no idea.
1: That is its... Uh, generic name, citalopram is? Yeah. Oh. So is escitalopram, es- which is what I'm on for which is Lexapro. Oh. Okay. So for anyone out there who is thinking that medication isn't for them, both of us are medicated happily. <laughs> I don't know
0: that that really helps.
1: If you guys listen to us regularly, <laughs> I feel like you saying we're
0: medicated is not a not helpful.
1: <laughs> um, what I am saying is that yeah, it really helps, y'all. <laughs> oh, it's Alexa. Oh, I've never even heard of that. Okay. It, oh, it's an SSRI. You're on an SSRI. What that means is it's helping, there are these receptors that essentially struggle to soak up the serotonin that's being created. Oh. And SSRI is called a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It kind of helps filter that a little bit better.
0: Well, the, I only know the reason I'm on it is because it's what they recommended for my seizures. So. Right. Anyway.
1: And I'm. Again, s- I'm fine. I'm SSRI too, but I'm Lexapro. I'm Fine, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> I think I I've had this conversation with many people. I do think it's really hard not to have anxiety nowadays because we have so much stimulation all yes. the time yes. that it's it's very similar. But yeah. Okay, going back to it. Psychotilprime um, has a boxed warning for anyone under twenty four years old. Um, that it is known to cause an increase in suicidal thoughts and ideation. But in only people under that age? It's higher in people under that age. It's oh. always possible. So, any antidepressant is actually, almost all of them will actually give you a warning. I kicked my chair.
0: Okay, I was like, oh my God, the, it's it. This is happening. The wind is blowing us fucking down. My house is going. We're going. I kicked my chair because my
1: anxiety <laughs> is bad enough that I'm twitching over here. Um, but we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> So most antidepressants will tell you they have a warning for suicidal ideation, suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Those types of things. There it is. Did you hear me? For no reason. I went. I also, I want to make it known. Maybe I have before. I do have a permanent retainer that has a hole right between my my two front teeth. So a lot of times when I go, I'm trying to get the spit and like stuff out of it. So it's just something you do. It's something I do.
0: Fine, I never noticed it until this podcast, and then people had issues, and
1: then I was like, oh,
0: I guess she has issues.
1: <laughs> True that, bro. Anyway, so back to Conrad. Um, they have this texting relationship for many years. Not unusual, like I said. And throughout 2012 and 2014, Michelle attempted to kind of keep Conrad from doing anything like this. She was like, seek help. It's not worth it. Even if you cut right now, you're not going to feel good later. Like Yeah, like she was trying to help. She was trying to help for a long time. Um, However, sometime in like late July of 2014, the narrative actually changed. And she started to be like, maybe it's a good idea. I'm going to help him commit suicide.
0: Okay, so this is where I feel conflicted, right? You obviously want to get somebody the help that they need, deserve, right. want, all of those things. I think at some point you probably get frustrated or it could get frustrating i don't know that my reaction would be to then you know what then just fucking do it kind of thing but i can see how at a certain point it would be very energy draining and maybe too much to handle which in that case then you would hope that he had you know had found somebody else that could help him in the proper way but
1: What's what's hard to remember here is she had severe mental illness in her own in her waist. Exactly,
0: exactly. So um, you're asking somebody who's not mentally well to continue to help
1: somebody else who is not mentally well in a productive manner. So I, I know several people who have lost themselves trying to help people like that have had such severe issues. They need this kind of help. I know I've been there Yeah. Um, in a point when my anxiety was not checked and it turned me into somebody I did not like. Not that I ever thought that I would help that person commit suicide. Um, no, but But still. it turned me into someone that was just like, well, fucking do it then. I'm over it. Like, I, exactly. I don't know how to help you, yeah. which is really shitty. And I, like I said, it's not my proudest moment. It's not something I'm proud of. I'm just going to be honest with you guys because I am honest. Um, But you do get to a point where you're like, I don't know what else to do for you then. I don't know how to
0: help you. Um, and maybe in her mind she was really, like that was going to be the only help for him right was to help him relieve himself of this this world that he is no he's just clearly not happy in right and again I'm I'll not tell you, defending I'm
1: not on one side or the other by the way in this
0: story I'm not necessarily I'm just, either I yeah. don't
1: agree with her actions and we'll talk about that and we'll talk about how like the show portrays her cuz it's a totally different spin on it versus like I know the toil one of my very best friends knows what it's like to lose themselves trying to help somebody who is that unhappy. Um, it's really hard. Yeah, um, and not in a therapist capacity, but as a friend. Capacity. Just yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Not in a not in a professional manner, but as somebody who has to be on the other We've side. We've both dealt with it with somebody very close to
1: us. Like it's crazy. It's crazy, right? So anyway, she decides maybe the only thing I can do for him is help him get there. Yeah. Again, I, I, I'm still struggling to figure out my own a- agreeances on this. 100%. Well. Um, <sighs> Conrad talks a lot throughout their time together about committing suicide. And, and at one point in June, he actually says, maybe we could be Romeo and Juliet. And she's like, oh, that's so cute, right? And he goes, wait, you know they both die, right? They have a suicide pact at the end. Just for the record, y'all, Romeo and Juliet is not cute. That is not a cute look. It is not a cute way to go. I have a book somewhere I want to finish Ugh. called The Suicide Pact and then I've <gasps> read that book. Yes, and I need to finish it cuz it's about yeah. a boyfriend and a girlfriend who was suicide pact and then the boyfriend doesn't die, right? It's crazy. Yes. Anyway, it's crazy
0: bananas, but it's a good book. It's a good book.
1: Yeah. Um anyway, on Sunday, July 20 or July 13th, 2014, Conrad poisoned himself with carbon monoxide from a water pump he stole from his grandpa's watershed, or from a shed. Sorry, um, I you was got it. Watershed.
0: Once watershed. The water's <laughs>
1: <stole>. <laughs> poisoned himself with carbon monoxide from this water pump um, in his truck in a Kmart parking lot, and actually ended up passing away. R.I.P. Mm. Okay. R.I.P. <sighs> Conrad. B. Really sad. Conrad. Anybody that age too? Because things change. Things they change. They do. Um, your life changes. Your life and changes. At
0: some point, you hopefully learn to take a little bit more control of it. But again, we don't know. We were not. We weren't him. No, and nor had the the uh, issues that he was having to make him even think this way to begin with. So,
1: I have a hard time believing any of you guys haven't heard of this case. But I will say this case set a national precedent. Yes, because this was a brand new stake of territory. Um. Leading up to him deciding to take his own life, they had exchanged a thousand messages in one week before it alone. Wow. A ton, right? That's more than us, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And you
0: call me like every 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) When I was at the store last week, y'all kept calling me. (laughs) Okay? Um. Where a lot of people struggle to identify with Michelle is a lot of times he would talk about suicide and she would chastise him for not going through with it. Okay. And she would convince him that suicide was the only way for her to be happy. Now, again, I don't know if that's her own mental illness. I don't know if that's her being like, I don't know what else to do for you. I don't know what that's like. Like kind of what we just talked about. Yeah. I'm about to read you some of the messages. Okay. Again, trigger warning. If you need to walk away from this, I completely understand um, I just want to tell the t- the case accurately in, in the way it's portrayed. So, um, Michelle, so I guess you aren't going to do it then, all for nothing. I'm just confused. Like, you were so ready and determined. He says, I'm going to eventually. I don't know what I'm waiting for, but I have everything lined up. She goes, no, you're not, Conrad. Last night was it. You just keep pushing it off, and you're saying you're going to do it, and you never do. It's always going to be that way if you don't take action. You're just making it harder on yourself by pushing it off. You just have to do it. Do you want to do it now? He says, is it too late? I don't know. Like, it's already light outside. I'm going to go back to sleep. Love you. I'll message you tomorrow. He's having doubts, as you can tell. Yeah. (sighs) He says, like, why am I so hesitant lately? Like, two weeks ago, I was willing to try everything, and now I'm worse, really bad. And I'm el- I'm, LOL, not fa- falling through, which is following through. It's eating me inside. She says, you're so hesitant, you keep overthinking it and pushing it off. You just need to c- do it, Conrad. The more you push it off, the more it will e- beat at you. You're ready and prepared. All you have to do is turn the generator on, and you... Be free and happy. No more pushing it off. No more waiting. He says you're right. So I guess what I, I,
0: I'm not, again, see, then when I hear those, I want to go the other way, right? However, I have to remind myself, we all have to remind ourselves that she was not, in a mentally good
1: place either right Right.
0: so there's i don't know that there's a real way to decipher
1: i have more messages from you none of these are in order i want to i want to keep in mind but i have more messages okay michelle came our parking lot there's gonna be no cars at 9 (laughs) a.m oh wait i'm so sorry this is conrad there'll be no cars at 9 a.m so that's where i'll be found she goes okay perfect when will you be home? He says, in like 10, and yeah, ha ha, perfect. Okay, and yeah, well, I don't know. This is Michelle. Conrad, like I don't want to kill anyone else with me. And she goes, you won't. When he says, when they open the door, they won't know it's colorless and odorless. She goes, you're overthinking again. They will see the generator and realize you breathed in CO2. Again, a different message here. Conrad says, okay. She goes, Conrad, hey, you there? And he goes, hey, sorry, I fell asleep. She goes, hey, it's okay. Why haven't you done it, though? Uh. He says, I'm too messed up, too. And she says, what are you thinking about? And he goes, my head. And she goes, you can't think about it. You just have to do it. You said you were going to do it like I don't get why you aren't. Uh. Different message. Um, Conrad says, should I? And she goes, yes, it's less suspicious. You won't think about it as much and you'll get it over with instead of wait till the night. He says, yeah, then I will, like, where? Like, I couldn't go to any enclosed area. She says, go in your truck and drive in a parking lot somewhere to a park or something. Do it, like, early. Do it now, like, early. He says, didn't we say this was suspicious? And she goes, no, I think it is more suspicious, a kid sitting in their car, turning on the radio at night, just do it. I. It won't be suspicious, and it won't take long. Do we know how many times she's said to him, just do it? That. That's it, right? So that's all the messages I, I gleaned, but there are many, thousands. Many, many more, yeah. But even those, I'm like, fuck, girl, like. I get it, uh-huh. but you're you are now instigating this. I feel as though yeah, now
0: you yeah because at some point you could choose to not continue the conversation.
1: So here's the problem, right? So and we'll get into a little bit more of this, but Conrad's death. He's in the KMart parking lot. It's early, whatever. Or well, I think it's actually later. I'd have to look at that now. I don't remember now, but. While he's being poisoned by carbon monoxide, he actually gets out of his truck. Wait, he does? He got out of his truck because he was worried. While he gets out of his truck, he's on the phone with Michelle. And she basically tells him get back in. Do it. <sighs> um, There's testimony by one of her friends that she told that friend that she was on the phone with him when he died. And she could hear him gurgling. Ugh and 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 dying essentially the problem is she never called for help and she just hung up
0: mm, and then what went to sleep went to school went to
1: what i, I want to say it was later in the evening So she went to bed and then the next morning she found out Ah. Uh. I don't don't, don't even have any words right now. I know. I know, mine's heavier than yours was. Fuck, we definitely should have gone with yours first. (laughs) Well, no, we'll have quirky (laughs) clippings.
0: We'll lighten it up, but Jesus.
1: So, that's why this case has set national precedence. They've never had anybody with assisted suicide over text and calls. Right, right. So, we get to the trial. Um, Obviously, these... I, I didn't find anything online about how this happened. In the show, they portray it like they have Conrad's phone. They look through it. They see all these messages. I don't know what's true on that one. Um, but for the trial, Michelle waived her original right for a jury. Oh. So this was 2014 when he committed the murder. Or committed the murder. Committed the suicide. Whew. And the trial began in 2017. So again, you don't really chaps my puss how long it takes <laughs> to do this shit. Again. Again. Yes. Her defense attempted to argue that Michelle's texts were protected under the First Amendment freedom of speech. Okay, and that Conrad also, as we you had said earlier, contemplated suicide well before Michelle had ever existed. Right. It's still a, it's still a slippery slope. It's still yeah. So the judge said, "Fuck that." And charged her. (laughs) He he denied the motion of the First Amendment speech. Um, He decided to charge her as a youthful offender, which meant that she could be tried as an adult, essentially. It's basically the same thing. But she's not a juvenile in his eyes. Yes. She was 17 to 18 at this point. Um, The judge, however, what's really interesting about this, and we have to look at, is it wasn't the text that did her in what it was was her telling him to get back in the truck Mm. um because at that point she knew what he was doing it was the pivotal moment to get out of conroy conrad's hands yeah um and i forget what the way they say they said like the chain of consciousness chains of custody now i don't remember but they had said like at that point he was like i'm done and you got him back in that truck to kill himself Mm. so the text yeah they don't look good but they aren't reason to cause this issue, right? Like it, yeah. Okay. She was sentenced for involuntary manslaughter. She was sentenced to two and a half years and five years of probation. Because again, this is okay. like we don't have, I, yeah, <laughs> we don't have anything precedent. She didn't kill him herself. All those things. Um, the sentence, Her defense asked if they would uh, suspend the sentence until all appeal options were exhausted. And this was allowed as long as she stayed away from the Roy family completely. Like, do not go near them. Yeah, like, don't even
0: right. look their direction. Don't even speak their names.
1: Right, because, of course, they look at her and think this is what's happening. Yeah. The Massachusetts Supreme Court ruled that her sentence will stay in and she will serve those 15 months. She will not go anywhere. She will do that. Okay. Um, she did begin her sentence in February 11th, 2019 okay so i mean she's getting out soon (laughs) Uh, she requested an early parole was denied okay they went to the united states supreme court to hear the case and the supreme court upheld the massachusetts court ruling so think about this two and a half years down to 15 months and the supreme court said yep we're keeping it there yeah Michelle was reduced to three months early on good behavior and only served 11 months and 12 days. She still had five years of probation, but still. Right, like she's still on probation. And that's where it stands. She's still on probation now. Um, I'm so
0: torn. My feelings are so torn on this case. I can't. What I will say is the...
1: The show, right? Because that's what this is. The yeah. mini series of shows. So what's it
0: called again? Just The Girl
1: from Plainsville. The girl from Plainsville. Okay. It's on Hulu. Um it's hard. They they show her as the villain. Of course. But they show her as somebody who wants the attention of his death. Oh. And was that something that was ever discussed in Nothing that real I found. Life? Nothing that I found. Um Interesting they play up his parents divorce a lot and this is what i was talking about my fiance at one point they scatter his ashes right so she like uh, in that show no one knew about her they never met up really. yeah, yeah yeah so everyone's meeting her for the first time she's like forcing herself on conrad's mom and they go scatter the ashes you pan to michelle who's pissed they don't take her with them and she's like, this is the love of my life. We did such and such. And they, they, they go back and show all these things she's lying about. About when they've met and like have made the love of her life yeah. and all these things. Um, but what's funny, it's not that funny, I guess. But they were on the beach right after scattering his ashes. And the, the husband, who was divorced from the mom, is trying to talk to her. And is like, talking about Conrad's death. And she's like, I don't want to talk about this. And he goes, okay, I'll walk you back to your car. And she goes... No, you know what? Fuck you! And like walks away. And my fiance, who hasn't said anything for an hour and a half about the show, goes, "Wow, she's supportive." Oh God! <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" But they show Michelle in this way of her mental illness was no fucking joke in this show. Hmm. And it's they show her practicing lines from a from Glee. Um to recite like how much she loved him all these different things so interesting watch the show with caution i've not found anything that corroborates the fact that she was as mentally unwell as they're portraying her in the show well
0: unfortunately right like they got to take something that i mean it was tragic and devastating and they have to put a spin on it so that everybody make it more dramatized make it so that people want to watch it i mean it's 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 crazy but yeah that's what they do
1: Yeah, And they say that. There's a warning that says, hey, this has been dramatized for viewing purposes. Yeah. Like, but it makes me not like her. And that's what's sad. And it it makes Conrad... Something that was different for that. They do show, like... They don't show the dad physically abusing him, but they do show him, like, deflating him a lot. Yeah. Which I could get that. Um, They do show... Some different scenarios where the dad was yelling at him and almost touched him. Um, so yeah, sh- I mean, just They stuff. say that Conrad was not actually in school for two years to work on the tugboat, which I couldn't cooperate. So there's a bunch of different things. Watch it with a, you
0: know, keep it with a, a grain of salt that it is meant for, they're making <laughs> it for TV. I can't say that on my case yet because my case has not right yet.
1: My fiance definitely thinks that the acting is bad. I have been very invested, so I cannot tell you that. But <laughs> but that that's his take. That's his take. Okay. My husband watches Marble DC, Daredevil, Curse of Oak Island. He's interesting. So What's the
0: bowling one?
1: The bowling with the dude.
0: What? Oh, the Big Lebowski. That's it. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> We're
1: watching that on a family dinner, you know. Okay anyway well, good job. So that's my case yes good job that was a tough one that was a real tough one. it's tough but i'm so interested in the way that media pro- portrays other people so fair enough yep well you want to lighten the mood i was gonna say on that fuck. note are we lightening the mood let's do it are we lightening the mood okay so i'm gonna start off with a joke hit me with it one more hit time me
0: with your best shot
1: wow i went with serious you went who is that Oh, no, I know this. I, I know this from
0: Guitar Hero. It left my brain. It literally just left my brain.
1: That Ben is hard. Oh, How yeah. Much
0: do we suck? Yeah, we suck. Okay. 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 So, this is for you, Bean. Ready. What's the difference between whiskey and a man? <gasps> what? <laughs> Tell me. Whiskey hits it every
1: time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is why I am an avid... Whiskey drinker, people. <laughs> oh, whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> Holy shit. That's good. I you'd
0: appreciate that one. That's good. Okay. First quirky clipping.
1: Um, hit me with it.
0: Gordon Ramsay's dwarf porn double found dead what? in a badger den in Wales.
1: What? <laughs> Explain to me. Okay. Gordon Ramsay. Okay. You want to Ram- look at him? <laughs> Wait, that's Gordon Ramsay. What are you? Yeah, no, about? but the guy in the court, the, ki- the guy, the guy there—that's
0: Gordon Ramsay. What? No, Taylor, this is. Look at—he's the dwarf, double porn that's double. Gordon Ramsay.
1: I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about.
0: Wait. Well, he was found dead, unfortunately, in a uh, badger den.
1: In a badger. Okay, what happened? Are <laughs> there more stories? No no no. no, no, no. No, I never give you that. I just give you the headline, man. You cannot leave me with that. Okay. <laughs> Gordon. Oh, that. I spelled the Gordon. Okay. okay. Gordon. I'm going that up on my own time. Okay.
0: Are you ready for the next one? Russian bear <sighs> sniffing jet fuel
1: gets high and passes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sniffing Sharpies back when we were younger. <laughs> sharpies that was the thing you never sniffed a sharpie no you have a sharpie
0: no (laughs) oh i do have a sharpie but it's a highlighter does that count I it's the same let me see it doesn't have the same effect no okay you need a sharpie (laughs) that was a middle school high school thing oh okay okay um big rig carrying fruit crashes on 210 freeway creates jam
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: stupid. I love so it. <laughs> uh, okay, how many more do I have for you? I got two more for you, okay? Floridman arrested oh. for calling 911 after his cat was denied entry into the strip club.
1: I agree with you.
0: I mean, that really chaps my puss. That chaps my puss. <laughs> have you not
1: seen... There's a TikTok about a man that wanted to take his, his uh, service dog into the skating rink with him, and the Karen that works as the manager, like, starts screaming at him. No. That's a thing. Also, <laughs> the Gordon Ramsay look like, that was a sham. He's still alive. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. You're debunking my quirky
0: clippings? There's
1: no proof that he's a porn star or that he ended up being a badger's breakfast, is what this says. A <laughs>
0: badger's breakfast. Okay, fair enough. Fine. Fine. Okay, and last one. Drunk Floridaman tries to use Taco as ID after accidentally setting his car on fire.
1: <laughs> Sir, this is me. Don't you see the resemblance? I am have, like, Taco. The lettuce is falling out of it as he's like shaking. <laughs> the lettuce and the cheese. <laughs>
0: I am taco. Taco my life it looks me. like this. It me. It me, I'm taco. Maybe
1: that's what you should
0: have done in Vegas when they were trying to tell you you didn't look like your ID. <laughs> Did we tell you about this? <laughs> it's like,
1: sir, I think we might have, but we went to our bac- my bachelorette <gasps> party and we ate at Tao, which is one of our favorite restaurants. They've gotten kind of shit since COVID. It's fine. And we go, okay, we're going to Tao's nightclub. I've always wanted to in- forever and ever and ever. And the dude was like, this isn't you. I'm like, I'm wearing a bright white, like dress, I'm wearing a bride sash. She's like he's fucking with me, and Mister Lookalike Hitman, bald ass, and a fucking fucking Mister Clean suit. Asshole. And Nene, he was like, "This isn't you." And my sister's like, "No, that's her. We just ate here." Da da da. And he was like, "What? Well, what did he say?" Well, because I was like three of us back. Like there was like three or
0: four people ahead of me from you. And so by the time I got up there and was like, "Okay, what is actually going on?" He was just like. He was like, that's not her. And I was like, are you serious? And he was just like, for the fifth time, yes. And I was just like, you know what? You don't have to be an asshole about it. I'm just yes. now, like, talking to you, so I don't know what's going on. That's but literally
1: what she said. We got a manager, and it was fine. He was like, this is you. And I'm like, Dude. They let us in. But after she got grilled about, like, what sign she was? When did she graduate? When did you graduate? Twenty thirteen. <laughs> when did you graduate college? <laughs> twenty seventeen. I got my master's in twenty nineteen. Okay, what's your sign? I'm a Taurus. I'm actually a double Taurus. with a double moon. It was like a whole thing. Oh my god. Anyway.
0: Anyway, they finally
1: let us in. Yep. Yeah. And Good we job. continued the party. But. <laughs> Those were the Corky Clippings this week. My audio looks loud, but I hope I can turn it down. My audio looks a little loud, too. Okay, it, we're we'll, good.
0: Yeah, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out.
1: out. But thanks for joining
0: us, you guys. We hope to continue all of the fun listeners, and yes. uh, thanks for coming as to the always, Corky Cave. if you guys want to see something, let us know. Actually, I did just get an interesting story from a friend about the I-65 killer and oh, how they may have identified him, yes. so maybe that'll be will do long-term, I almost said long-term disabilities. I don't
1: know why. You're not even drinking. I'm a bottle deep and you're not even drinking. Oh, my bottle. Oh, Oh my God. Okay.
0: (laughs) Anyway, on that note, we will see you guys uh, next Next week. week. Yamas are (laughs) empty
1: pups. Find us on Patreon. Instagram um facebook on spotify Spotify. apple podcast google play anywhere you listen Mm. to your true crime we'll see you next week i will hope for wednesday i cannot promise for wednesday maybe thursday (laughs) we'll see you soon bye quirkians bye-bye